Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. <clears throat> fucking thing. Right. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Tales of the Unexpected podcast that we do. Every once in a while, there'll be a tale that comes up which is just. just. you know. shite. And this is probably one of those occasions. Now, don't expect the podcast to be shite. We've done as best to make sure that this beauty was up there with the best. However, just don't expect, you know, like really good, unexpected taily tales on this one. So, without any further ado, let's listen to the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, this is William the... No, I keep doing this. Edward. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Edward the Conqueror. I thank you. I watched these out of order. I watched them all yesterday, but I think I watched that one last one. I thought. Well, oh, you what? Uh, the, the, the you know the four. I, yeah. I watched I watched Joni first, and uh, I was uh, I was up on a on a high with that. Then I watched The Way Up to Heaven, then Dip in the Pool, and then Edward the Conqueror. Ah, uh, Edward the Conqueror. It's done me head in this. <laughs> Right, okay, let's kick off then. Welcome welcome back to the number episodes number eight. Eight. Number episode <laughs> <laughs> Episode number seven of okay. the Tales of Expected. Now then, this is a podcast that we're doing here. My name's Chris. My name's Rob. And this podcast is called The Unexpected Tales about the Unexpected Tales of the... Oh, I'm really not sure it's called that. Look, right, it's, we're going to discuss this programme that used to be on. Because every episode was really, really excitingly good. Even when bland things happened. Well, I, I did think that. With one exception. <laughs> and the exception was... This one, which is called Edward the Conqueror, which Dahl wrote. Yeah. Now, you like Stephen King, don't you? I do, yeah. I like Stephen King. Now, uh, one of my favourite Stephen King books is It. Yeah. And it's about a million pages long. Yeah. Tiny, tiny, tiny. Tiny. Tissue paper. Tissue paper. It's, yeah, and you feel like, yeah, you feel like you're, it's a marathon. Yeah, yeah. But it is the story of It, Pennywise the Clown. Um, happens over, it's like 30 years, then 30 years, then 30 years, and you hear every little detail about what happened yeah. that leads the team of our investigators, I guess, to work out what's going on and how they're going to do it. Yeah. Then the end scene is bullshit, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's almost as if he'd given up. Yeah. And you've said this before to me, was like you felt like his publishers have gone, come on, 
can you not wrap this up? And he's like, oh, all right, fuck yeah, it. yeah, this thing, yeah. yeah, yeah, right. And that's what I feel. This episode was like, is there's an idea about reincarnation, Roald, Roald? Can you just knock some up about reincarnation, but not like what the others have done? Yeah, it's it's it feels forced. Yeah, uh, it feels as though there's not really much of an idea behind it. The the acting doesn't seem great to me, to no. be honest. Um, the, the whole thing seems to be virtually yeah. pointless. It's the actual, the, the only, the there is one redeeming factor, mm. and that is there's quite an interesting little bit at the end, the, the twisty bit at the end. But yeah. that ending could and has been done with in a different setting. But you won't notice it because it's a, because of the subject matter. Right. Okay, but we will uh, we will get that ending again at some point, which is you you think one thing's happened. Oh no, it hasn't. But instead of that thing happening, a bad things, a worse things happened. Yeah. at the same time. Well, so I suppose that's yeah, that happens a lot in this. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the unexpected nature. So it's it? quite a good unexpected twist. But the rest of it, it's twenty three minutes of bullshit. <laughs> Okay, let's kick off. Roald <laughs> is wearing the same outfit as he wore last week in, yeah. in Neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, he's obviously recorded a few of these in one go. I mean, you would. Of course you would. You wouldn't go around his house every time. I remember seeing, I don't know, it's like Going Live or Live and Kicking maybe or something. Like, I think it was probably Going Live. That was that came before Live and Kicking. Right. Who was um, it was, it was, it was that? Going Live was Pip Schofield right. and Sarah Green. Ah. Live and Kicking was Andy Peters, and I think the daughter of Nanette Newman. Oh. I think. Right. Uh, I, I could be wrong, but... Um, Roald was on there, and he was, you know, he was chatting about his books and stuff. Which you would, you know, it was like, if you, if you, if you were a kid's TV show, and you don't get Roald on... Yeah. yeah. Then you've had it. You're missing a trick, aren't you? Know? You've had it. You know what we should do, by the way? What? We should have a trip down to the Roald Dahl Museum. Oh, we should. Well, I've been there before, but I wasn't... Well, where lo- is it? It's in... Um, it's near Great Missenden. I don't... I won't be able to tell you exactly where it is, which is sort of um, the Cotswold sort of area. I wasn't, at the time, looking for unexpectedness. I was only... I was there looking because... Looking for peaches. I, I was looking for peaches and medicine. Right. Um... So he's, uh, oh yeah, the point of this was he was on there and he was describing how he wrote. And he's got, and he, this is something that just I thought about this weekend, but he's got like this board in front of him, which is like a green cloth. What? Well, he has that on. When, on in the beginning, right, as he's doing his intro bit. Yeah. And he's explaining that that's, he cut it himself, right. fashioned it himself. That's where he writes. And he often wrote in his shed, obviously when it's a bit, you know, he's got like his blanket and stuff when it's a bit cold and stuff. But right. Anybody who's what reading a kid's book knows that he's writing from his shed because mm. that's what you were told. Right. But we're always going into his study. Yeah. And there's this nice li- uh, kind of like uh, turn of unexpected series. I'm talking to adults here, so well, I'll go into the study. Kids. kids shed. Anyway, this is uh, he explains that. Um, he sometimes needs to start his creative juices flowing by by listening to music. Yeah, the and some. He, he, I mean, he's not listening to I don't know the Kaiser Chiefs or U two, right? <laughs> Probably better if he did. If yeah. This is what. This is what he's <laughs> yeah, what he decides to do instead is listen to Beethoven and, and a particular 
composition and I, I didn't write it down. But he says he hopes that the uh, music will attach itself to his stick, skin. Stick to his skin, skin and his yeah. brain and his fingers. And then what's this about absolute bosh? He says it makes it more difficult to write absolute bosh. But obviously not impossible. Oh, goodness no. me. <laughs> <laughs> so you start off then with a cat who's wandering about. Uh, you cut to a man who's burning wood. He's doing some gardening. He's burning some, like you know, bits of brambles and stuff like that in yeah, the garden. Yeah. And then the woman walks out of this house. Who's they're obviously married. He's explaining. I'm just going to sort out this particular part of the garden. It's going to take a few days. Um, and then she looks over. Oh yeah. Whilst whilst this is happening, there's most of the most of this episode has classical music of some sort playing in the background. Mm-hmm. Whether it actually is her playing it. Or whether it's this soundtrack. Yeah, 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 yeah. So whilst the cat is walking around, you hear this classical music being played. She sees the cat in the distance, and then she says, um, oh, whose is this? And the husband says, just go home. That's it. It's, it. it's following us. And he's going, go home. She is following us. Go home. And it, you can tell from this point that it is a very cold relationship between these two. You yeah, say yeah, yeah. they're married. They've been married a long time. A long time. There's, yeah, I don't but, think there's anything much left between them, is there, at this point? I, it's like It looks like, because the, the house is pretty nice. It's yeah. got like this w- fantastic little brook that seems to run underneath it. Um, so... They've made their money over out of something. Where he he reminds me of some sort of like he's an author, uh, yeah, and she's obviously a musician. Maybe they're both now lecturers or retired lecturers. But they've they've made a bit of money and they're comfortable. They're retired, and probably not much going off. So she's she finds that this cat is quite an interesting discovery, and she doesn't have this idea of. Like taking it in it initially, does she? But, no. Um, she's kind of enticed by. Oh right, I, I sort of want it to stick around, sort of thing. Well, he says his suggestion is to tell the police. <laughs> Take it to the police <laughs> <laughs> because they'll see it gets a home. Yeah, the police. Come on, I, this is 1979, where perhaps three crimes were committed. In the, the whole, one was the Best of Leo Sayers album, and which, uh, the other one was writing Edward. <laughs> this actual episode, yeah. So anyway, we now it's a, a little bit in the future, just like you know, later that afternoon or something like that. And the cat has ended up in the house. Yeah, she turns around. Oh, how did you get there? And she pets it and stuff. And and she remarks at this point that it has got bumps on its face. And that it and that it must be very old. Did she say? Oh, I missed that bit. Yeah, yeah. Right, she, okay. says, she says that here, uh, and that is something which. Well, it's it's a callback. Uh, sorry, yeah. later on there's a callback to that. There is a callback yeah. to that. Yeah. So, uh, music's playing. Um, oh no, she begins to play some music. That's yeah. right. Okay. Now, on the side we see um, a table of busts of uh, various composers: yep. Beethoven, Mozart, Bach. Streisenberger. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Schumann. Well, yeah. Schumann? well, Schumann is the first bit of music that she plays, yeah. isn't she? Although she does appear to be playing it out of a book which has got Liszt written on the front of it. Yeah, and she also turned the pages to, to give her different. So maybe it's Liszt's and other composers. It could. It could be. Maybe that's the name of the book. I mean, another thing that she said by the, by this point, which sort of. Like uh, sort of highlights that the sort of relationship between them 
is she's talking to the cat about her playing music and she says, I used to show promise, then I married. Enough said. Ah, right, okay. So, you know, she, she's, yeah. not, she's not happy with, with the marriage, really. But, yeah, but uh, it's like there's, there doesn't seem to be any resentment towards the marriage or anything like that. It's almost as if, I think we've said it, they've just got comfortable. Notes, they're never going to meet anybody else. They're never going to do anything about it. So it's just, we're, we're, we're stuck, and you know what? Who cares? It's yeah. that sort of thing. It doesn't seem angry. I don't, I don't think it does. I think it does sort of, there is an acceptance in it. I yeah. Mean, I mean, another thing that she said, though, out in the garden to him is, you don't like anything in the house. So I think she's, I think maybe at that time it was more accepted that that was your lot in life. You yeah, oh, absolutely, yeah. That's and, a good point. And that, and that was it. But there's definitely a feeling that she's unhappy, but not, not that, as you say, that there's any sort of anger between them or anything like that. So that might link into the fact that she's decided that, you know what, I'll, because I'm not going to play for my husband, and I've heard all this before, I'll play for you. Yeah. Okay? Um, anyway, so she plays something... And Schumann, she starts with Schumann, and the cat fake meows, <laughs> oh, or at least somebody does. Somebody fake meows, meow um, like that. It is really sort of uh, what's that thing? Meow. Charlie says. <laughs> Charlie says always tell your mummy before you go off somewhere. Then she, she but she assumes that he doesn't like that. Yeah. yeah. Ah, right, okay. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll play something else. Now, at this point, the cat appears to be thrown onto the piano. <laughs> yeah. From off, from off screen, doesn't it? Yeah. So, it uh, arrives, but it arrives sideways, yeah. if anything. Yeah. <laughs> but she, what she's playing now, the insinuation is that the cat actually enjoys that little bit of music. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. she crowds on playing. Husband's still out in the garden, yeah. still okay. still burning stuff. Yeah. There's so a hell of a lot of stuff in that garden. Yeah. But he he did he did say that that's the reason why he's outside and stuff like that. So um, now she decides. I tell you what, play something else now. Yeah. So she does. She you know the cat's happy. She's happy. Not enough. She's gonna. Play something else now. Yeah. Risk upsetting it. Okay, which is exactly what happens because the cat pisses off, yeah. jumps onto the table and smashes every one of the busts. Except except List. List. Which, um, it, there's a bit of a close-up, okay? Just in case. Yeah. So she's quite excited and she's got a bit of a wild imagination. She calls her husband in. Come on in! Yeah, and, and, what she, and how she calls him in is... Edward, please come quickly. Something wonderful has happened. Yeah, something wonderful now, has what, happened. Now, what have we seen that's actually happened so far? The cat has, has knocked some, sculpt, some, some yeah. busts over. Yeah. It's had a fake meow and it's been thrown on the piano. Yeah. So, the only wonderful thing that she could be referring to is the fact is that the it's... Se- it, well, no. That she's referring to yeah. is the fact that it likes a particular piece of music. Right, OK? The only thing that she... When the husband comes in and see what's happened... The wonderful thing is that all these thing, ornaments have been bust. Yeah. And he's like, are you fucking nuts? This, there's, <laughs> he's caused a lot of damage here, this cat. Yeah. This bollocking cat. And also, 
the police should be dealing with this by now. <laughs> Where are they? So he says, you've got a wild imagin- imagination. She goes, sorry, I realise I've not told you the whole story. Let me explain. Yeah. So she explains the situation, at which point she then... Uh, oh, she also mentions that there are certain mysteries that surrounding us, and yeah, we find out at this point that she's into reincarnation. Yeah, and... well, it's kind of ignited that sort of like that thought, and she she jumps to the conclusion that this cat is none other than Franz Liszt. Franz Liszt, which I think is a huge leap. It's always a it's a massive leap. I it's, mean, just... It, I, what I thought was, maybe this is the sort of animal that would have appeared on That's Life <laughs> for we, Esther Ranson hosting, and now a cat that only likes one particular type of music. You wouldn't go, it's a fucking... Therefore, it is the reincarnation yeah. of that composer. Because, I don't, you know, I'm always telling you things that I don't know anything about. I don't know much about music, but it could well be the tempo. Yeah, exactly. It's just right... Couldn't yeah, it? exactly. So, like some like cats don't like fireworks, right? Right. Oh, sorry, dogs don't dogs like fireworks. Uh, I'm speaking generally. Okay, yeah, yeah. dogs don't like fireworks. Um, th- that doesn't mean that they're all Guy Fawkes. <laughs> okay, which talking about that because uh, we 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 go to this kind of idea of reincarnation, which she looks into at the local library, and the librarian who's American. Well, I noticed. So are they? And he's Amer- and the husband's American. And I noticed that the post box outside the library is U.S. mail. Right. Whereas, so we're in, yeah, we're I, had fe- I had felt when I watched it before that it was uh, in England because yeah. it, it has the the idea of gardening in the autumn yeah. and stuff like that. It just feels quite English, it's like home counties. Doesn't yeah. It? So anyway, so the the art historian, sorry, the historian at the library is discussing. Uh, oh, by the way, he doesn't want to see the cat. Not interested in checking this bit of information out because um, he's allergic to fur, <laughs> right? So he can't he can't say one way or another whether this cat is actually. But he has certainly got a lot of information about reincarnation yeah, for a, a librarian. A lot of strong beliefs on uh, on reincarnation, but a lot of sort of beliefs about what's not reincarnation as well. He, yeah. He, he, he does sort of cast out, oh, well, that particular uh, reincarnation, that couldn't be right. Yeah. But um, Lord Byron had. Was a Bengal, was a Bengal tiger. tiger. Yeah. Um, I don't believe in reincarnation. Uh, I, I may be putting. This may, may be the reason why it's, I think this story is horseshit. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't either. I do, I do believe in a, in a sort of creative collective consciousness and that maybe the sum of the parts is greater than the individual yes but I can't believe in coming back from being one thing to being another no 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 no, no uh, uh, just uh, just a, a side note here um, I mentioned about the history I was going to mention it last week with the, the neck story because uh-huh. it reminded me of the the historian side of things. So here's this historian in the library, the art historian as well, and it reminded me, we were also talking about history with Tony Robinson. Now, I've since listened to Richard Herring's podcast from uh, Leicester Square Square Theatre, and Tony Robinson, Sir Tony Robinson now, he's, we we never, I never knew that when at the point of recording, and um, it, it it tells you about how he got into into uh, in into time team and Meg Marion and stuff like that and, and is, it, is it because of a bona fide interest in in he, history then? Yeah, it was a it, it, it was pretty much as you said. It was that the, the 
comedy was the main thing, so he got a new part in Rowan Atkinson's new sitcom. Right. The time he, he is interested in it, but he didn't. He, he didn't get into it naturally. It wasn't a natural thing. But listen to the podcast. It's a. It's a, mm. a really good story. But he's also a very funny man as well. Actually. What do we do now? Shall I do my war poem? How hurt would you be if I gave the honest answer, which is, no, I'd rather French kiss a skunk. <laughs> so would I, sir. <laughs> All right, fire away, Bobby. Hear the words I sing. War's a horrid thing. So I sing, sing, sing. Ding-a-ling-a-ling. <laughs> Well, it started badly, and it, it tailed off a little in the middle, and, and the less said about the end, the better. But, uh, but apart from that, excellent. Oh, shall I do another one, then, sir? No, we wouldn't want to exhaust you. No, don't worry, I could go on all night. Not with a bayonet through your neck, you couldn't. <laughs> this one is called The German Guns. Oh, spiffing, yes, let's hear that. Boom, 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 boom. Boom, boom, boom. Sir, that is spooky. I'm sorry, I think I've got to get out of here. Um, go. We go back home then. Yeah. Right. Okay. Now she has now been. She's got this information that people who are reincarnated as things share a feature of the person that they once was. So this Bengal tiger that Lord Byron was is also had a, a club club foot lane. So 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 she goes right. I've got it. The cat's warped face because List had a lot of lumps on his face. And, and if you do have a look in Wikipedia, at least now, then there is a picture of him on his page. And he has got warts. He, he has. They are Cromwellian almost, aren't yeah. they? Well, they're n- notable. And she even says that they're, that's what he was kind of, not famous for, but that was a, a feature of his that people spoke about. Does she also suggest that people copied it by growing tufts of hair? Well, that's what she, I think that's what she said. But... Well, she says that, but then his lumps, one's on his forehead and one's on the bridge of his nose. Yeah, and there's one like on his cheek and there's one on his like, jawline and stuff. So. You wouldn't be able to grow a tuft of hair on the bridge no. of your nose, would you? No. I've been talking about this uh, of... Um, attributes of reincarnated things. She mentions Napoleon Bonaparte and the yep. Arabian Stallion. Yeah. The the guy back in the museum says he's he couldn't tell you the relationship between the two. But I'm thinking that must be a callback to the story about Napoleon's penis. Oh, yeah. Which apparently resides in New Jersey. His, his penis. Yeah, yeah. In a box. I'm not sure uh, what it's in, actually. Case. But, uh, it was. Can we see it? It was... N- well, no. It's described as a shriveled eel. It's also described as a maltreated strip of buckskin shoelace. The cat is presented to the husband, who, she says, feel his face, and he agrees. There are lumps... Five, they say, yeah, don't they? Five in, in the same In the same, same place. Places. They don't produce a photograph of list at yeah. this point. And to be honest, there are quite a few close-ups of that cat's head. I didn't see No, you'd have to feel it. Yeah. So we'll give them that. You've okay. got to feel it. So um, 
is getting increasingly annoyed with this notion. As as would I be. Yeah, I'd be like, come because... on, there's we we got I've got gardening to do yeah. and this you're taking up too much time. It's it's tissue thin, as is the entire story. Yeah. You know, let it go. Let it go. Man. So what he says is Go to the kitchen and fix me something to eat. <laughs> Again, that's something that we have identified ha- happens. Yeah, yeah. In, in these, in these, in these it things. Was like it was like that's not that's that seems quite real for this period of time. Yeah, guess, which is just. I mean, on the other hand, when you think about it, last week in in um, neck, the boot was very much on the other foot, and and sort of beyond just being in charge. Being in charge and unpleasant and un- to, yes, to the yes, subject. Yeah, in, absolutely. In, and that's so he's actually, this is the first time he's properly lost his temper. Like, he's dismissed ideas, he's told yeah. her she was crazy and stuff, but actually, this is the first time that he's gone, you're fucking stupid. Right, she goes into the kitchen and he looks at the cat. Now then. Yeah. Next scene. He's outside. He's outside, the fire's ablaze. And he looks really, really happy. Yeah, he's just... He's skipping back to the house. Now, we've not seen any sort of animation in either of these two no. for the whole of the show. She's but left... we can't see what's on the fire. We, we can't. Can, we just know that there's a fire blazing. We can see the tops of the flames and stuff. And what and how it appears is she's presumably gone to the kitchen to fix him something to eat. Yeah. He, for some reason, has dashed out. Yeah. Has a gleeful moment by the fire. Yeah. And then skips back. Comes back in... And he's in the kitchen. She goes to look for the cat, and she's hang on. Where's the cat gone? Yeah. So now we're sort of being made to think he's he's put the cat on the fire, and he's being a bit sort of vague, isn't he? he, yeah. he she says, "Where is he?" And he says, oh, "Where's who? Where's yeah, what?" Yeah. Oh, the cat. Oh, I don't know. He, uh, I, last time I saw him was in there, and then she uh, he's washing his hands, and you see huge scratches. Yeah, oh, oh. can't deny their scratches, but he blames them on brambles. Yeah. Also, he's washing blood off. Have you, have you ever cut yourself and washed the blood off? Yeah. Okay, blood's easy to get off. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It might leave a trace that yeah. CSI could yeah. find, yeah. but you can wash it off. This blood isn't going. No. Right, okay, so it's there, you're meant, you're meant to see it, and so she. So she goes, Maestro! <laughs> like that. And then she picks up a knife. Yeah, and he's saying... Don't put that down. Put it down. Put it down. Then the next thing you see is the fire, right? Yeah. And now you think she's done him in. Yeah. And she's stuck him in the fire. But that's not the final scene, is it? No. What the final scene is the cat arriving, obviously, having been neither killed... Killed or or set on fire. So it jumps through the window and... That's it. That's it. So we don't know what he was being no, and, weird and, about. And and again, you see that where it's where to me it starts to come apart because there's no possible or suggested explanation for why he suddenly decided to run out gleefully and do that and cut his hands. Yeah, he's, he's, he's suddenly decided he's going to go and. Do all that and then come straight back again. Yeah, and be really coy about it. Yeah, now it makes no sense. Yeah. It can only be there as a sort of plot plot development. Yeah, it has to be. But it's, whereas it's... if you if you're in a truly unexpected situation, 
there would be another reason why that might yeah, and, happen. And that would have shown itself yeah. probably in that last scene. That, that, the cat jumps in, but it also shows like the brambles that he'd cut himself on or something like that. But yeah. it's, it doesn't it doesn't really I mean, the twist obviously makes sense. Yeah. What doesn't make sense is that why she was she was made to believe what she believed yeah. when actually there was a clearly another explanation for it that he just decided to withhold. Which I suppose, actually, calls back to the fact that she believes the cat is a composer in the first oh, place. Oh, she's, uh, she's absolutely lost it. That's yeah. the thing. There, there is clearly an element of, of mentalness here. So she is, a, she is a person who jumps to conclusions. Yeah, she's probably in love with the cat because of it, she believes that it's list. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah. As I say, the cats come back in, but you don't see her kind of like going, "Oh fuck," you don't see any of that, and you just think there's too much missing to get that ending. Yeah. It, it was so it's so forced. forced. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we even said at the time that recording this, this was probably going to be a, a short. Uh, run through because it it doesn't feel like there's anything in, there's no substance to it is no. it we, we had to explain everything that happened to get to that ending yeah but it it felt like you could have just said that ending in the last t- 10 minutes yeah and just said you or know, saved yourself the bother and just thought about it and kept, just thought it, kept about quiet. it I, I would have done just, yeah don't even worry about this one yeah <laughs> right what we found out was that that story didn't end like that originally in the original no, no, um, it didn't. As a sh- as the short story. Yeah, but if anything, I think uh, it ended even worse. The the short story is definitely the worse ending. Yeah. Uh, than the uh, the TV version. Yeah. Because how the short story ends is that uh, when she comes back from the kitchen, she sees Edward, her husband, coming in from the garden with black smoke, wet trouser cuffs, and long scratches from his wrist to his knuckle. The implication being that he's thrown the cat on the fire. She falls into hysterics and he tries to calm her down. So, really, that then is just not really a tale of anything unexpected. It's just a tale of straightforward cruelty. Yeah. Also, she's she's not killed him in the. No, no, uh, no, absolutely. So it's, it's just it's just an odd. It, it's I mean, a, it's, bolt it on yeah. in order to make it fit into this series. Yeah. That, that's what that, it, yes, that's a good point. It's nothing to do with. Yeah. It. They've tried to look for how can we make that unexpected. It's been now it's been made unexpected. Yeah. We'll stick it in because you know. at best it was a tale. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and another thing that was a bit we've not mentioned it yet, but it's. I mean, I kept calling it William the Conqueror, which is not. No, it's Edward the Conqueror. Yeah, um, and there's no other than the fact that the guy's name's Edward. Right. Okay. This is the reason. Right. They've not thought this through. In the short story, Edward wins because it seems he does kill the cat. He doesn't like the cat, he doesn't like the relationship with the wife. Oh. He kills it, she has hysterics, he tries to calm her down. He conquers. Yeah, he, so... He, whereas, yeah. In, in the... new version, dun, 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 he definitely hasn't conquered. In fact, he's been yeah. thwarted. So really, if they were going to do that, they ought to have changed the name. To William the Thwarted. Or Edward. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not even going to recommend people watch this. I think we've done it justice. Yeah. We've I, probably made it better. Yeah, I I wouldn't recommend it. I mean, I was we were talking earlier and we were saying at the end of the uh, series 
we were going to uh, suggest our favourite actor, actress, and yeah. this, uh, has, this is the worst of everything. It, for me, this yeah. is the worst one. Yeah, the worst definitely. One. So, yeah, like with the raspberries, I would say this is probably going to be the worst of the series. Yeah. for me. Uh, we have to do it, obviously, because it's part of the uh, itinerary. It wouldn't be complete okay. without no. it. But, um, I mean, if you want to watch it, that's fine. But You know, yeah, you might see something yeah, we haven't, yeah, you know. Yeah. I, I, I doubt it. But, I, um, I hope you do. If you do, get in touch. Get in touch. Just let us know what you think. It's The thing is, the I feel bad for the, 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 the actors in this because I think they've been sold the short straw. Like, after the really... Few strong episodes now since Land to the Slaughter, really. Yeah. Okay, it's gone bang, 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 and then this one was like, yeah. oh god. I mean, thank God they didn't put this one on episode one or two or five or five, the best of the. Yeah. All right, guys, uh, we're going to draw a line there. Um, next week we're going to be discussing, um, which will be episode what is it eight episode? Yeah, uh, yeah. So it's our episode nine, but the yeah, uh, unexpected. Eight. Episode eight, which is called a, D- a dip in the pool, and this is about a, a man called Bottyball who's on a cruise ship and uh, takes part in a bet, which leads to a very, very bold and perhaps unwise decision on his part. Right. Okay, guys. Thanks for joining us. See you next week. Bye bye.